When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hey, it's Danielle Fischel, Ryder Strong, and Will Friedle. But you know us best as Topanga, Sean, and Eric from Boy Meets World. And now, Pod Meets World, the podcast where we've been sitting down weekly to rewatch the show we starred in as kids, and we've been unpacking, well, a lot. And we've been taking the show on the road with the Kids Wanna Jump Tour, where every stop in cities across the U.S. has been totally different and pretty hilarious, if I do say so myself. But we know not everyone can join us, so we're happy to announce that our recent 30th anniversary of the show, live from the Met in Philadelphia, will now be available to stream no matter where you live. Our biggest show yet, in the hometown of the Matthews, featuring appearances by Trina, Angela McGee, Matthew Lawrence, a.k.a. Jack Hunter, Tony, Mr. Turner Quinn, and Danny Harley McNulty, who makes a very special surprise visit. It was so much fun, and now you can experience it from the comfort of your own home. It will be available on December 11th at 5 p.m. Pacific. You can learn more about how you can watch at veeps.events slash podmeetsworld. December 11th, your birthday. That's boy. And this stream will be the only way to see or hear the Philadelphia show. We won't ever be airing it again, and we won't be releasing it as a podcast. Get all the info on streaming the live Pod Meets World show so you don't miss out. Go to veeps, V-E-E-P-S dot events slash podmeetsworld now.
So I'm up here at Redwood Shire yeah. at my parents' house um, because we are we do like a pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Right. We split our Thanksgivings into two, whatever. So we always we always have a, a first Thanksgiving with my parents, and um, because it's not officially Thanksgiving, friends can come. And for a few years, uh, my my old one of my oldest and bestest friends, Ocean. Mm. O'Shyan. Thanksgiving. O'Shyan. Right. Spelled O'Shyan. And also He, the inventor said. of Strofty Bright. Right. But also yes. Sad O'Shyan originally. Sad O'Shyan? No, I said no, Sad. Originally oh, it was yeah. Sad O'Shyan. His parents actually yeah, his wanted parents it intended, to be O'Shyan. Right. They named him after a song that said like they called the wind O'Shyan or whatever, but he became Ocean. Anyway, he came up and we were catching up and um, he's been listening to the podcast. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, and he shared with me it was like really it got kind of emotional and very nice he was like i have i have to tell you like listening to this i didn't expect you know i, w- I was just listening hoping to you know because i told him that like strafty bright became a thing and he was just hoping to like hear a little bit about what i'm doing and what's going on he's like i i can't tell you i found this so cathartic to listen to um and to to understand this whole aspect of your life that He's like, I never, he's like, I knew I, I didn't really know about it. I didn't understand it. But he's like, but I didn't realize how emotional it, was, it would be for me um, to appreciate this part of your life. He's like, because when I was, a, when we were little, all I thought about Boy Meets World was that it took away my best friend. Oh, he's like, wow. I just, he's like, it just, you know, I was like, oh, my, my buddy's gone all the time. And we're, he was my best friend. And we were always in school together. And he's like, and so. I, and he's like, and I remember like then if we ever went to like the mall and people recognize you, I just remember being like, oh, I hate this. I hate this right. whole thing. And now he's like, but now I can appreciate it and I can appreciate what you were going through. And he's like, I found it very cathartic and emotional. And I was like, that's, that's so sweet, man. I was like, I, obviously it's the same for me. <laughs> like, right. you know, the coming full circle. I'm like, so, uh, so our little pod meets world journey has expanded beyond just, you know, us and even our listeners who are fans of the show. Like he's never watched an episode of Boy Meets World. Um, he actually watched the episode last night with me. Ooh, uh, to prep for that's this really, um, yeah, which was really the first time, but he had been to set. He remembers being to set, yeah. um, and feeling very uncomfortable. And, um, and I don't know if I've told you guys this, but my, my buddy, Nathan, also one of my best friends that I grew up with still has anxiety dreams about visiting me on set. And he has dreams where. Something goes wrong, and they need him to step in. To act. <laughs> he has and actor dreams. He, he has, has actor anxiety dreams. Never been an actor dreams. in his life. Wow. But I think for you know for all for all of my friends, or probably all of our friends, visiting on the set was kind of like, what is this world? It feels so foreign, you know. And the biggest fear would be that they would have to like do what I'm doing, or right. like step up, or um, and yeah. So I told that to Ocean last night. I was like, oh, you know, Nathan has these dreams. He's just like. I've had these weird memories too, where like I have to stand in. He's like, did I ever? I'm like, no, they would never have asked you to stand in. That would have broken like a bunch of child labor laws. But he's like, but why do I have this memory too? He's like, I was like, you're just, you I, I was like, I couldn't imagine you coming to visit set and everybody, and I could say, see like Will being like, hey, Ocean, why don't you jump in on it? Like just teasing him. He's like, maybe that's what happened. That's probably Ooh, what happened. I wonder like, if the conversation about getting them to be background actors ever came up, considering you had yeah, other yeah, friends over the years who. That's true. We're back. I've done that. Would have. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. I think if, if, especially in the early seasons, because we did have kid background actors, they, you know, like Aaron was a background actor, but you know, that was because somebody asked for her. Like, I don't think my friends I ever would have wanted, but yeah, they probably offered um, at some point. And, uh, and then had anxiety. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, Ocean just felt, you know, he just remembers feeling so uncomfortable on set and feeling like such an outsider, which totally makes sense. He's like, I just remember being in my tie dye. So he he didn't feel strofty bright. 
while being. He didn't on the feel strafty bright. Wow. No, no, but now he feels strafty bright about the whole thing. Well, that's I good. love that. It's I, love that. I mean, my yeah. mom has said, you know, she listens to every episode too, and she says, like, I can't believe how many things I learn about things that you guys were going through or things that were going yeah. on, and yeah, I mean, it's been really great. Also, my brother who was there probably, you know, for every tape night, at least a lot of tape nights. My brother has so many memories of growing up on set. And one mm-hmm. of the most memorable, and maybe you guys remember it too, it must have been a tape night or a, a tape day. Because my dad was there too. Either that or maybe it was like around some sort of holiday week where my brother was off of school. Because my brother and my dad were there, but they were standing in the John Adams High hallway set where that bench is over near Feeney and Mr. Turner's classroom outside that area. And my brother was on my dad's shoulder. So I was 12 when we started Boy Meets World. My brother was eight. He's four years younger than me. So my brother, somewhere probably between eight and 10 years old, on my dad's shoulders. And my dad, thinking it was going to be a good and fun idea, went to go lift my brother off his shoulders by by just lifting him straight up with his thighs. Mm-hmm. And my brother was going to need to hold. And my brother had no idea what was going on. And my my dad lifted him up like this, and my brother leaned forward oh. and fell face first <gasps> into the bench. Like, oh no! Oh and like broke his nose or something. Like, it was bad. That's it a was like, nightmare. It was oh my god! Absolute, I, your dad must have felt so my bad. My dad I would feel has so never bad. felt worse. Yeah, about, especially in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. Like everyone on, standing oh my around. My brother <laughs> oh, then bloody. No. And it was uh, awful. And like my dad oh, was like, I'm so, so sorry. And Chris was like, I'm sorry that I didn't stand, you know. And he was like, I just, you know, it's just one of those moments oh. where you like <sighs> just a truly terrifying moment. And and oh, if I did that to Andy, he would just immediately be like, You trap it. Oh yeah. Well, that is, <laughs> that is you? what kids do. Kids definitely yeah. have a tendency to I, I was telling you guys about Adler acting out when he makes mistakes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It really bums me out because I totally see that he is an absolute perfectionist. Will, did you have any Connecticut friends come visit Seth? That I dropped oh, on you dropped their face? Yeah, that you set? put on your shoulders. And I you did. Dropped. No, I did have Connecticut friends. It's very, it's very strange. I'm back here again. And and um, yeah, it's weird to drive around the town. There's, there's a lot of very good memories, some very bad memories, and then people that are no longer here. And one of the guys that visited me the most is gone. Um, he, you know, was unfortunately, uh, passed away in 2016. And so it was, you know, I drive by his house and his street quite a bit, you know, every, every time I'm going somewhere. And it was just this morning, I was like, that's where we would, you know, wait for the bus, the school bus. And, um, but yeah, he used to, he came to the same as Jeff and he used to come to the set. He came once or twice. And, um, the, (laughs) I remember most just bringing him to Disneyland and uh, he would come to the set and it was just kind of, he was played everything very cool. And then we went to, mm-hmm. um, they were, you know, growing up back East, all my friends were, were big fish fans. Mm. So they went to every, all the fish shows and they followed fish around. And we went and saw Trey uh, Anastasio play the Greek theater wow. out in LA. And he got the tickets. He's like, I just want to thank you for having me out in LA. So I got these great tickets and Fred Savage was there and Fred ran over to us and said, hi. And that was the first time later that night, Jeff was like, all right, that was the first time where I was like, your life is a lot different than I thought it was when <laughs> Fred Savage is there and we're hanging out at a concert and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it was, my friends always tried to play it very cool, but yeah. I, my group of friends older, I yeah. met in LA, you know, I met, it was right. Jason and those are the friends that I had there most, uh, more than anything else. But my, my funniest story about a friend visiting the set is, and he's still a good friend of mine. His name is Matt. He was a year ahead of me. 
And he was one of these guys that had a full beard from the time he was like seven years old. Um, and so we were shooting uh, the, the um, I forget what it was. Oh, it was uh, um, The Tale of the Long Go Locket, which was a Nickelodeon, um, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, which was, cool. which was a, you know, a big, big famous show that people loved. And I was up there in Montreal shooting and they said, do you want your friend to be like the featured extra? You know, you'll be yeah. sitting in the classroom and he'll be right behind you. And I was I, like, yeah, that's you know. great. Love that. So um, it came out and somebody actually wrote me a letter and said, that Tale of Long Go Locket was such an amazing uh, episode, but who was the kid with the full beard that was sitting right behind you who's supposed to be like in the seventh grade or whatever it was? It's like, oh yeah, that's my friend, Matt. Oh, yeah. uh, so it was very funny. Yeah, it was, having friends on set was so strange to like combined worlds because you oh, were- Oh, I hated it. Yeah, yeah you're you're it. trying to still be the person you were while also yeah. being the person you're becoming. It was a very yeah. weird combination. It was only, I mean, Sean Fox was around all the time. Yeah, from I remember like 16, Sean. But he was, a, but he was, was an actor. actor. You know, he was an exactly. actor. Exactly. It's like yeah. when you're an entertainer, when you've done it, when you're comfortable with it, you've been on set, you understand the culture of set. If you haven't, it is a very- mostly boring experience because oh, yeah. you're mostly just sitting around and kind of like not that, you know, except for tape night, tape night is exciting, but and single camera is incredibly boring. You're just, Oh man. Yeah. You're a bunch of trailers in the middle of nowhere sitting around like yeah. waiting on things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a weird culture. And then of course everything happens in like a big moment, right? It's like, yeah. all right, we're rolling. Go, 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 go yeah. do it. And then everything goes back to like, Oh, let's get another breakfast burrito. And sit <laughs> yeah. around, you know, but again, like, at least yeah. with sitcom, you, you build up to where it's like, Hey, come to show night. Like there's a right. thing. Or there's a run through. Run through is yeah, great yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run through that kind of thing. There's something yeah. you can actually look forward to and see the entire thing being made as opposed to, yeah, you're coming to visit from a weird set and it's, but yeah, it's I bizarre. Never, and I camera. never invited anybody to our tape nights. Like I never thought that it really? was a thing. Like, no, I remember, I remember like once I became friends with Adam Duritz and like that whole crew, I remember being at their house at a party one time when I was like 19 and their manager or their agent, it was this woman, um, God, what was her name? I think her name was Jeanette. She was really cool. And we had become friendly or whatever. And she was like, we were talking and I was talking about getting tickets to a, a concert that she could get me to. Cause she also represented like the B 52s or something. And I was like, and she's like, well, why, why don't I ever come to one of your shows? I was like, what? <laughs> I have a show. Right. And it was like, it was like, Oh, Oh, would, do you want to come to a tape night of this kid's show? It was like, so like, cold. but of course, like yeah. it was yeah. a it's TV a show that taped, like that's like a once in a lifetime experience for somebody to be back. And it just never even occurred to me that like somebody would want to come to it. It's so stupid. Like now I'd be like, but you know, what's funny. I still do the same thing. People will be like, well, when's pod meets world coming to town? I'm like, well, you don't want to. Oh, oh, yeah, you it's do. a show. Yeah, yeah. You so that's like when we did our show in LA. I invited a bunch of people. Yeah. It was so yeah. fun. Right. I'm like, so now I'm just trying to make a conscious effort because I don't think it's a thing, but it is. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a show. That's the whole point. It's entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> so very, stupid. Yeah, we never I'm look so at it that way. Guys. But very strange. Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong, and I'm Will Friedle. Well, Will Friedle, you've done it again. Ugh. Tell us what you've done. Well, for the third time, that's right. Three's my lucky number. I have COVID again. Such a bummer. I I mean, Will, I feel bad for you, but I also feel bad for everyone because we are going to have to postpone our most recent run of shows. I am so sorry. It is so much of a bummer to me, and I feel a lot worse for everybody else than I do for myself. This is just the worst. I'm so sorry. New Orleans, Atlanta, and Durham, we're going to have to postpone our shows. That was on December 8th, 9th, and 10th. 
We're going to have to push them into next year. So please keep your tickets. You will use the same tickets when we reschedule the shows for next year. We do not have exact dates yet, but when we do, you will get an email from the venue. And like I said, hold on to your tickets. You will use these same tickets to get you in when Will isn't going to infect us all with the COVID. I know. I'm so sorry. And yet I still blame both Danielle and Ryder. I don't know how, but he's found a way to do it. We love you all. Shows rescheduled. <laughs> as a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box, and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media, and I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized, and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Summer is steadily approaching and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation. Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on? Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with Liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. 
When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard? Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. So today we are recapping season three, episode 21, The Happiest Show on Earth. It originally aired May 10th, 1996. The synopsis is, after being broken up for months, Corey realizes he's still in love with Topanga, just in time for her to win an essay contest, sending her to Disney World with a hunky guy from class. Corey must now travel to Orlando to win her back with the help of Eric and a poorly crafted doll. Uh, So it was directed by Jeff McCracken. It was written by Mark Blutman and Howard Buskang. And it was guest starring Lindsay Ridgway returning as Morgan Matthews. The debut of Andrew Keegan as Ronnie. Andrew was like my best friend at the time. He was best. Does he come back? You said debut. Is he does he do more than one episode? I don't think so. No. Okay. He debuts. Uh, he was best known for Thunder Alley, and then later I was going to say things- Thunder Alley is how we knew him because yeah. Thunder Alley taped right, right, next, right next, next door. To us yeah, the first two seasons or first season of yeah. Boys. Yeah, and I so actually we, met yeah. him at an audition. Friends. I met he was one of the first really? people I ever met in LA auditioning. So I had known hmm. even before he was on Thunder. And Alley. Did you fall in love with him the moment you met him? So no, my mom <laughs> did. As per usual, my <laughs> mom course. did for me. He right. was the hottest item, man. Oh, Everybody, man. Everybody loved, loved Andrew loved Keegan. Him. It was just, yep. yeah. So Andrew and I met at an audition, and right away he was like, hello, I'm Andrew Keegan. And I was like, <laughs> hello, course, Andrew course. Keegan. And my mom was like, Danielle, this Andrew Keegan boy. And I was just like, yeah, no, he's my friend. He's my friend. And Andrew oh. stuck around friends with me for probably six or seven years Thinking at some point it's going to turn. It's <laughs> going to happen. Point, <laughs> just put my time in. At some point, I will. You know, Danielle and I will be together, and it it just never happened. But we spent mm. a ton of time together. He was like my best friend. He taught me how to drive a stick shift in his car that he was obsessed with that he like built from scratch. And wow. I stalled out multiple times, and he was like, "It's like really, like Andrew did." He's like, "It yeah, exactly." <laughs> he's like, "It's a good thing I love you so much because this oh is God. killing me." But yeah, Andrew. And I were you know what Andrew is to me? Andrew was to me, he was always like the archetype of like 
what I should be as far as like a teen really like idol yeah like I always like he was and I mean I I, you know I didn't know him that well but like he surfed yeah he was amazing with fans he loved like you you know like girls loved him and he loved being in the center of the spotlight he was he was just like he was he was like so confident and happy with like that role and I was always so miserable so like for me he was the archetype of like oh that's that's who I should be if I'm gonna be you know famous and in this he was an angel and Vicky kid too wasn't he exactly yeah Yeah, but he was like into sports he could talk about like everything he was just like he was just great at being like a public person and he like fit the mold like he was exactly what girls wanted when they met Andrew Keegan like if you met if you were in love with Andrew Keegan when you were 13 to without knowing him and then without knowing him him. and then you met him he would make all of your dreams come true like yeah here's my car I built I'm gonna go ride my surfboard and love from afar and then meet on a celebrity kids cruise and he would be like I don't want to be acne acne ridden no with my you braids, would just be like hiding in a corner being like but do you me. know Derry Da you, you <laughs> can don't you even talk know to me, me about David Hume uh, you know me <laughs> you know my pizza toppings and I oh, made those up man. for the magazine they're not even my real pizza toppings <laughs> right and I just felt awful Andrew was the ultimate pinup kid wasn't he yeah he was great yeah, yeah. he fit the role perfectly and loved it and yep. was, yeah and his brother, Casey, was awesome, Oh, Casey too. was fantastic, too. Yeah, I loved Casey. Great guys. And then we had Hillary Tuck returning, this time as Kristen. Yay. This yeah. is the third of three appearances for Hillary on the show. She played different people every time. She played Why? Samantha, Sarah, yeah. and now Kristen. Just give her the same name. How hard is that? Such a consistently great actor. Yeah. So good. Just awesome. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And then Stacey right, so- Keenan as Dana, best known mm. as Dana from Step by Step. She was also- No idea she was on our show. Uh-huh. Oh, I no, did. No memory oh, we'll of this. get into that. I know. She is I so know good. this story for Will. I was in love with her. So I was, was in love with oh, her. My God. But I was in love with her way back before we started yeah. our show. Oh, no. Yeah. I was in love with her from you guys way before compete. my two dads. Yeah. <laughs> Who loved her and first? It was one of- at me. Okay. And it no, was me. one of those things where I told Michael this and Michael literally came to me later and was like, I hate to tell you this, but she's going to be on the show and you're not coming to Florida. Like, that's how he told yeah, me. Listen, oh. you guys can compete over who loves her more. I'll give it to Will because he's older. So he had a better chance with her. But here's yes. the thing. She was completely unneeded in this episode. Oh, completely I and totally. absolutely no idea no. why they shoehorned her into no. this in an episode that already yeah. has us traveling to Florida with multiple yeah. guest stars. And already had a, a trainer. Like and a, that's who it should have been. Person. Clearly right. who it should have been. So then we had Debbie Dunning as Alexandra, another ABC face. She played Heidi on Home Improvement, taking the infamous Pamela Anderson tool time spot on the show. Um, yeah. She's the sexiest dolphin trainer I've ever seen. I know. I know. Obviously, you don't get around a lot. I'm, oh, There's really? some sexy dolphin Are, trainers out there. You're saying they're sexier yeah. dolphin trainers, huh? Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. She's like she's like a four on oh, a scale wow. of one to ten of dolphin I had no trainers. Idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't Way know it was she's such towards a... the... I'm kidding. I have no... Of course, no, she's the sexiest know, dolphin trainer ever. I mean, really And a sexy, sexy dolphin, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> Will, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Good looking dolphin. Amber. Sleek. We don't have her name. I don't know why she doesn't get guest star credit. Amber. Exactly. What did you guys think of the episode? Mm. I'm going to let you guys answer it first. Okay. You go first. I'll go last. I I thought it should have been a two-parter, first of all. Yep. I can't believe we 
jammed that whole thing into one 22 minute episode and it well, felt a we? little rushed. It <laughs> did we jam a little <laughs> rushed? It felt a little rushed. Um, all of the same things we've felt before still apply. I can't believe uh, in one episode they managed to, I, I, it really does speak to, it's very obvious now that the idea of the show airing week after week, you were supposed to believe a lot have t- a lot of time had passed in between each one of those weeks. Like right. Boy Meets World time was not a week. Like the episodes were not last week when you saw these kids. Right. It was sometimes months because the right. last time if not Corey- years or tens of years to where Corey yeah. is now a ladies man with all well, these pickup lines who's dating all the women. And that's exactly <laughs> that's my point is that the last time we right. saw Corey, he wasn't wanting to go out with people. The last no. time Corey and Topanga was a topic of discussion. He wasn't wanting to kiss anyone else. And then he tried and then it wasn't good. And now he's now a he's ladies man with moves yeah. and lines and kiss. And, and a reputation of having all these women. It was like, wait, huh? Right. So they wanted to get that out there. They had to shoehorn that in. And then, you know, I, I, I they had, there was no setup for the fact of Cor- Topanga and Ronnie. It was no, just none. like, just because they were in the same, pl- like that had no real time to be developed. The so- scenes also seemed really short and staccato and yeah. jumbled. It was a weird, weird yeah, episode about for 40 me. scenes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's just all, it's basically a montage episode. And right? a second, yeah. like, the second parter of this could have been a great season finale. I don't even know what our season finale is, but had this been a two-parter. Something called Brother Brother or something. I was like, what is it? Was it about? Oh, this like, is I the one no where idea. Eric leaves. Oh. That's the one where Eric leaves, I think. Brother Brother, I believe. So that's, so that's the problem a, is that they were setting up for you to have a spinoff show. Right. No, no, no. No, I don't think we were there yet. Just Eric, this is about Eric getting and not getting into college and, and then leaving, I think was the end, but it was, it wasn't leaving the show yet. Oh, okay. It was, uh, I think that's later, but no, I think it was very, yeah, I, I didn't, I'm getting over saying things like I hated this episode because I'm talking to the writers more. Who's like, you don't, you don't realize what we've had to do to get the, and I get it, but this was a weird episode for me, I'll be honest. It was just bizarre. And maybe a lot of it is the jarring fact that you, we don't know any of the sets and you're outside. And it's yep. obviously yeah. weird setup after weird setup. And kind of you you have to forget that the extras walking behind are people at the park that are staring at the camera yeah. while you're doing it. I mean, it takes you out of it. <laughs> so it, I just found, I thought the B story was bizarre. Just the whole thing. It was just very, it was a strange episode. I think they did the best they possibly yes. could with having Agreed. only 22 minutes. But had this been a two-parter, yeah. I think it could have been much Probably. more enjoyable. For me, I it agree. just felt too rushed. I just felt I like we had to, we had to accept a lot of things. We had to race through a lot of stuff because there were places we were supposed to get to. And I wish it would have been a two-parter. Is, I agree. Is it? Yeah. Writer? But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think we, uh, we'll talk about it as we get into it, but we were overwhelmed as a production. Yep. I can tell. Yep. Tech, we are not prepared to be on location mm-hmm. and to deal with what, you know, doing single camera show taping is so much harder than, or just different, let's say. Yep. Let's, yeah. it, it, like, and our production team was not ready for this. I can tell. Um, and we can get into details about that. Uh, and, and that, unfortunately, just meant... Uh, we we were rushing through story to accommodate all the locations and all the the different um, setups, but I also do think that there are some really poor choices made. Like, like what what are the scenes that aren't rushed? Scenes with the dolphin, right? Why why are we having 
Like why multiple is that the dolphin scenes. It doesn't make multiple scenes in that set, which is a horrific set. To, yep. The audio is awful. Like why are we why are we giving all this stuff to like a Stacey Keenan coming in for you know and like those are choices that we could have you yeah. know like I I thought the like Corey Sean stuff in um ends up being the only stuff that takes advantage of Disney. Yeah. Like the yeah. space, uh, the, the, the splash, splash mountain. mountain. And yeah, like that's like, Oh, this takes, and then us running around and like uh, talking to characters. Otherwise, why are we at Disney right. world? Like, what does yeah. this have to do with Disney? We're at Epcot mostly. Right. And yeah. I don't understand what dolphins have. To, like, it just didn't, there were choices made to not take advantage of like the whole Disney thing. But I wonder, I'm so curious, and you know, our listeners can give us feedback. Like if, you know, just if this episode is iconic in everybody's memory because everyone loves Disney, yeah. you know, like, and, yeah. and just the idea of like our characters being at Disney World. But even if you, even if you just take that concept, I don't think we did that very well. Like, I don't think we embrace the Disneyness of it all. Like, even when we find out we're going to Disney World, none of us are like, Happy. No one's like, I can't wait to do this at Disney World. And they're like, yeah. not nothing. Right. It's just kind of like we're going to a place and then there's a dolphin there. Right. And I really don't understand why there's dolphins at like what? It's no, sea, it's do? their version of SeaWorld. It's like the Sea well, Life Aquarium been, yeah. at Epcot. Yeah, and it must were have we, been that had like to be put in. I'm promoting? guessing, but yeah, it but had did they to be have because to promote it. Like, why did you choose that of all the things that like we never see the castle? No, no never you see, see the castle in an establishing shot. In establishing the, in, in, as an establishing shot. Okay, that's it. But you guys are kissing in front I of a fountain. Like it's it has to be Epcot. Was there like we have to promote Epcot or we could only shoot in Epcot or something? Because the Has only Disney thing is like those characters that, right. that Ben and I run into and that the, we and Ben dresses up as. And, and Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain wasn't at Epcot. No, that's at no. Disney World. That is a part of the Magical Kingdom. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. So, yeah, that, I don't so know, obviously man, you I, shot there a bit. Yeah. I, mean, I just feel like there were a lot of weird things, probably production demands that had nothing to do correct. with story that sort of forced right. the story yep. into these like yeah. weird, awkward scenes. And, 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 and it's just a bummer. And then, of course, the engine is Corey Topanga-ness. And Corey's obsessiveness, which we've kind of had issues with before. Right. So I didn't, I didn't love all that. Even, even yeah. if, even if I'm willing to like accept all the, the, the like craziness of shoehorning the story into these locations, the, the actual engine, I also am kind of like, oh, God, but that's God. the thing. I mean, we there's, more there's certain, certainly stories that, especially back in the day, ABC, TGIF, stuff like that, that were clearly commercials for Disney. Mm-hmm. This didn't even seem like that. This felt like no. a, a little bit of a commercial for Epcot, a little bit, but that not even have, like a I good, wonder. not even a good commercial for Epcot. No, because we you never talk I mean? about like, That's hey, what I mean. you can go from place to place and see all the different cuts. Co- yeah. Like we never promote Disney. Yeah. No, like it's no, very, but we it's do promote shots. sleeping it, it overnight in the park in the rides. Right. <laughs> yeah, and not telling your parents you're gone for two or three days. Not telling your parents mm-hmm. you're gone and ditching your tour guide and hanging out yes. with the animals when you want. <laughs> so yes. that's yes. <laughs> it was a strange episode. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things: watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. 
So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. Let's jump into our recap. We start in Chubby's. Corey is dancing awkwardly. And the minute I saw it, I thought, oh, poor Ben. Eesh. With those dancing scenes where there's no music playing, but you have to pretend there is. Mm-hmm. Corey is dancing awkwardly with a mystery girl when he says, you know, Kristen, I don't mind paying Chubby that $3 cover charge if it means I can do this. He then swings his arms and does a 1950s twist, which was definitely Definitely cool in the 90s and not more yeah. in line with the age of our writers. No. no. Perfectly. No. It's the, that's the big dance craze. Yeah, every, the twist. Everyone knows that the twist was big in 1996. Yeah. 
Uh, Kristen laughs and says she's so flattered Corey found the time to go out with her because since he's been single, he's gone out with a different girl every night. Corey responds, what? well, yeah, I, 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 who is this Corey? I, I don't, I don't know. get it. It's also, I'm sorry. I, she is a phenomenal actress, but the entire scene starts with her staring right at the camera. <laughs> really? Really? Right at the, her first <laughs> shot. It was like, she was looking for the light to come on. So she's just staring right at the camera when she says oh, her, no. and, then, and then looks oh, at Ben. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. And Corey responds, well, I had to get them out of the way to make time for a fetching gal like you again. Fetching gal. Corey. Very cool is, in the nineties, obviously not he? just in the movie Grease. Exactly. But every other episode, every other episode where a girl has come on a Corey or said something about how great he is, what is his response? He's awkward. Pure neuroses and awkwardness and yes, doesn't know what to do. That's so Corey. for him to be like a new he's Sean all of a sudden. Now he's like he's the perfect ladies man who's got this reputation and which I guess is totally fine. I mean, the, the point of the episode. I mean, if if I just want a little bit of a reference to it, like a little bit of like Corey, you've grown, you've changed, right. like you finally upped yeah. your game, you know, or somehow. But it's not. I feel it's like, like I feel like. This is our version of Urkel becoming Urkel. Urkel. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. It, is it was just Corky yeah. Dorky becoming Corey. Who? Yeah. It, it, I think we've kind of established that there are times to jump ahead in the story. The characters will just become whoever they need to become yeah. to drive to that certain the episode. Point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. she sighs. How do I know that's not just another line from the new Corey Matthews? At least she references the new Corey it's Matthews. It's new Corey Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's true. that was nice. That's true. But, but she references it as if it's since you've been single. Right, exactly. Which is this entire season, which is not the case. Yeah. Like yeah. the entire season, Corey's been pining for Topanga and miserable and awkward with other girls. So. Yeah. Corey laughs. I have no lines because your pretty blue eyes leave me speechless. Corey asks what else the school is saying about him as he twirls a french fry in between his fingers. And Corey tells him, they say just before you kiss a girl, you pass a fry from knuckle to knuckle. Corey's intrigued and we get yet another, huh, this is our third. Yeah, there's your huh. huh. Another huh. huh. His another favorite huh. huh. Doesn't, did this gross anybody else? Like yeah. how greasy your fingers Ew. would get from passing a, a fry? Yeah, like, that's I, disgusting. I don't like it. And I wish don't they eat just, that after yeah. it's all over your jur- uh, d- d- I also have a weird ear thing. I don't know why. It's very bizarre with anything sexual and the word knuckle. I just don't know why. You don't like it. it. Call me crazy. Just it just don't like it. It, hits, knuckle it hits the, the ear knuckle. Right. You don't want to see yeah, a, it's not a sexy. Hot, hot lady's hot knuckles. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just like, hey, baby, how about <laughs> hey, the baby. knuckle? Ew. You wanna, okay. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. You don't want to touch my knuckle? Ew. Please, <laughs> please stop. My mouth flaps. Your mouth flaps, maybe. My mouth flaps, maybe. Maybe. Mouth flaps, <laughs> mouth flaps. <laughs> your knuckle. Kristen says that was nice, and he responds, sure was, Topanga. Kristen's shocked. You just called <gasps> me Topanga. Corey's eyes shoot open. Oh, boy. Sean and Corey are in Turner's classroom. Sean yells, you called her Topanga? You're really bad at names. Do what I do. Write them on the palm of your hand. He glances at his hand and adds, Corey. <laughs> Corey. Best laugh Brilliant. of the show. Yeah. Best laugh of the episode. Great joke. I, Great didn't joke. Come in, laughed. I was like, wow. That's Great joke. Really Absolutely clever. Great joke. Top oh notch. A plus. Yep. Nothing yes. about that joke. Ha- there's not nope. one bad thing perfect. about it. It is a nope. perfect joke. Perfect, perfect Corey joke. Sean moment. Great Sean joke. giving advice to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just. It's it's dumb Sean, cool Sean, all wrapped in one. I love it. Great joke. (laughs) So Corey says the real problem is no matter how many girls he goes out with, he still ends up thinking about Topanga. Corey admits, I made a mistake. I thought we could be friends like you and I are. But when I see Topanga, I want to hug her, hold her, kiss her. And when I see you, I have no interest in any of those things. (laughs) Sean asks how he thinks she feels about Corey. And he decides to ask her. Topanga walks in wearing a skirt and boots like she's into Garth Brooks. And Corey well, says, "Well, you were wearing boots and skirts this entire episode. I had a bit a, of a change, a change of a, change of look here. 
until we get to the cute little red and white stripe thing, I don't like any of them. I think they all are bad. Right. I, really? I, yeah, I did not enjoy them. Um, but, but the I Topanga also, we know is officially dead. The one we knew from season one. Oh, it's yeah. now officially, officially gone. Yeah, the hair care product. Of, I am so at the mall. Yeah, you're there now. You're there now. I'm also growing out my bangs, which is why mm. they're not down. They're like up because I'm starting to grow them out. So they're too long to wear curled over, but they're not long enough to brush back with the rest of my hair. So I was thinking the same thing. I know. You're, I you're the only one that belongs in this episode, though. It feels like, like you're the only actor who feels comfortable. <laughs> Like you, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't disagree. Like, yeah. You fit in. Like yeah. even yeah. when you're at Disney World, you kind of like look like you belong there. You, yeah. look, you know, and you're like, you're, you're objective and like dealing with Corey makes sense to me. Like, I don't know. Like every time you were on the screen, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah she I should be this. in Disney World. Like, she, she should fits, live yeah, there. Whereas, she should like, live there. Will and I, I mean, Ben and I look like we've been screen screened into <laughs> Disney World. Like, it's just like, we don't belong there, which is kind of the point. Right. right? Like, right. but, and then of course, like poor, poor Andrew Keegan. Ugh. Just Who has nothing to nothing do. Nothing to do. Nothing. nothing to do at all. This this setup is great for a very funny character. Yes, it is. Lips, 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 and like, what does he say? What is his line? Like, how funny would that be? And you know, Andrew could have pulled it off, but they gave him nothing. Yeah, they literally. Nothing. He's like a model. He just poses, and it's such yeah. a waste. It could have been like just a two page scene of like, what is Lips and Topanga's conversation like? That's funny. Totally. What if Topanga's so over him and he's still trying to make, like that would have been great. Yes, had we seen any of nothing. that set up. I would have loved the, any I would have loved for there to have been a scene where Topanga was like at first, like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I Ronnie. Can, right. And then and he's then dumb as I'm rocks. Like, oh, or, yeah. my yeah. oh my God. Please. You know, he's the, only you know, into okay. like, right. total time machine thing, but the opening scene should have been lips with a date at Chubby's. Corey with a date at Chubby's at a different thing and Corey's trying to imitate what Lips is doing and it's awful right. the entire way around. Yeah. And right. you set up him, you set up that he's still awkward and then they're now they're on the trip together. Yep. And then he's right. And the, and the guy he's trying to learn from is now making the moves. On exactly. So it's like and Lips knows, is like, moving oh, the God. fries back and forth perfectly. Corey's like, ow, ow, like burning himself. I mean, like <laughs> oh, you could have done funny. all this great stuff. Where, or you, you just know. have him actually like Lips is coaching Corey. Yeah. Like he's literally like, great. and then he's great. the guy that's going to be with Topanga. So yes. that's why Corey has to, oh. Lips is saying oh. knuckle, 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 knuckle. And Corey's and she's doing into it. it. Yeah. She's like lip flap, lip she's flap, like, lip yeah. flap all the way around. Okay. Flap your mouth into the shape of knuckle, please. <laughs> oh, God. Never a more unpleasant sentence has been spoken. So Corey says, hey, to Topanga, and she responds, hi, Corey. Corey turns to Sean and confidently tells him she wants back, which I thought was very cute. Funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny. Mr. Turner enters, reminding everyone about the essays they wrote for the environmental awards at the beginning of the year. Sean proudly jumps up, telling Turner he finished his last night. Submit this baby. Turner throws it over his shoulder and says it's time to announce the essay winners. <laughs> they- I thought that was a a good bit. You need a sharper button. I feel like Turner could have had a, a, a rejoinder, like something a little more than just the throwing it away, like kind of killed it. But I know if he would have had a line funny. to go with the toss over the shoulder, exactly, it would have been, like, been really good. Yeah. Uh, so the winners will be going to Disney World in Orlando. The first winner is Kristen Hoffman. She's the girl from the French fry kissing scene in the Yay. open. Corey tells Sean that's good for her. A week in Florida, a little sun, a little color, a little ocean air could help her get over me. And Roddy, Ronnie Waterman is the second winner, and it's the dreamy Andrew Keegan. He's revealed for the first time ever in class, and Sean confirms, well, she'll get over you quickly enough with Lips Waterman on the same trip. Corey says it's Kristen and Lips in Orlando. He's free to spend the next week romancing Topanga. Sometimes everything in my life just seems to go my way. 
And then on cue, Turner announces the last winner is Topanga Lawrence. Topanga is thrilled and her and Lips lock eyes, smiling at each other. Corey turns to Sean. I hate my stinking life. The return of stinking. The return of stinking. Stinkin'. I also love how it's a shock that Topanga, the best student in class who was a hippie, won the environmental award for the writing thing. It's right. like, everyone's like, what? Topanga won? What? That's How's that crazy. possible? How at is least, that possible? At least yeah. Corey is shocked. I don't know that yes. anyone else is necessary. <laughs> That's true. And then. And you know how the when you're studying the environment, you always go to Disney. Disney. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. An environment. <laughs> yeah. What is that? So, so. Ryder could do a full podcast go- on just that. You don't go to a national park. You don't go where somewhere where animals are in the wild. You don't go even to the Florida Everglades. Like there's a million places to go to study the environment. Yeah. Not to, I don't know if uh, Disney World is known for its environmental same, policy. It wouldn't give us oh the same God. type of corporate synergy, Ryder. We need corporate <laughs> the consumer synergy. corporate synergy. Let's go right, so make it an essay. Dolphins. Make it an essay about anything else. Why? Why? So you want to know what's funny is that you would think that like having your best friend, Andrew Keegan, for me on set with you this week would be so much fun. And it was actually not as fun as I would have wanted it to be. Wait, at Florida or on or or when you were shooting? It was kind of fun in Florida because everything in Florida was fun for me. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And and we got to do a bunch of fun things and it was all really nice. Um, But- there was a weird feeling of like feeling s- like split between your two worlds. Like nobody else mm. knew Andrew as well as I knew Andrew. So Andrew mm. felt like my friend, which meant I felt like I had to be with Andrew and entertain uh. Andrew and make sure Andrew felt like he was a part of everything. Wow. This is life imitating art. That's pretty. That's. Well, yeah. That's and then I, cause then I felt like, well, but I, when I'm on set, like I want to be with, you know, antisocial writer and, and, and Ben. And so there was a little bit of like awkwardness. And then I also felt like responsible somehow for the show. And so I do remember Andrew being bummed that he didn't have a lot to do and like wanting kind of wanting. Did he stop eating like the dolphin, like Amber? He may have stopped eating. Yeah. That's what it was. And we're like trying to throw him like food. Smelt. And he's just like, he doesn't eat. Yeah. He doesn't eat. Yeah. No. And I, 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 me- I remember feeling bad for figure. him and like want, feeling guilty. Like somehow maybe I should do something about it. It was just, no. it felt like I just really couldn't wait for these two worlds to go back oh. to being separate. Well, I remember you running into the rain with me. Oh yeah. Which you don't remember. No. Do you remember no, that? I, don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I, I have vague memories of running in the rain and I think, didn't I write about it in my diary? You did. I don't know. No, we, that was no sprinkler. that was running through the sprinklers. Oh, through the sprinklers. Okay. That tell was the me, other tell me running through the rain. Abandonment. Right oh, oh, I was always. I just remember we were sitting in a pass van, like waiting to, for some reason, I, oh, waiting for the weather. It was raining. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, Florida pouring right. rain. And I remember just being like, Danielle, let's just go. And you were like, yeah. yeah. And the two of us jumped out and just like got soaked. And we were like spinning in the rain uh, in Florida. Yes. And I was like, yeah, That's we're when living, That's she fell man. in love with you all over we're again, living. Ryder. Yeah. I, now, I have a question, a logistical question. Can mm-hmm. either of you remember, did you shoot the Florida stuff before the stage show or nope. after the stage? It was after. I yeah. think it was after, yeah. We shot the stage stuff before. 
Um, and then the other thing f- I remember about this episode, which Danielle doesn't, is I convinced her to not get a tan because she was going to go to a tanning salon wonder before I we so went to Florida. This episode. <laughs> I was going to say you look pale with you and your bangs were so mid Come on, I was saving your skin. In retrospect, I was ahead of the, my time. Um, did we time. have an audience you're right, It wouldn't have been this? a spray tan back the, then. It would have been like actually going like to a tanning bed. You were going to go get a tanning bed. Did we actually shoot the stuff on stage in front of an audience? this Right? No, this was all without the audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember doing those awkward like run-throughs where we'd have to do the scenes that were going to be in Florida on the stage. Yeah. So we oh, did like three days of right. rehearsal and because they would rewrite it and lock the script in before we got on location, right. which is okay. kind of ridiculous. But, you know, and, yeah, and again, that's, yeah. that leads to why I think this, you know, Did Michael go to Florida with you? He must have, I'm but sure I did, honestly but I don't, don't remember. I don't remember him hmm. at all. Hmm. All I remember is being stressed out and spread out throughout the park. Do and you like, remember how nice the hotel rooms were they gave us? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, we had, I wasn't there. I know. Well, you were there for the 25th anniversary, though. Which they oh, also yeah, gave I was there for the, the same, that stuff. I think they gave us the same hotel. There. The Boardwalk Hotel? Isn't that what it was oh, called? Oh, that was the 25th oh. was one of those, was, yeah. Yeah, I thought we yeah. stayed at the like the one with the fish on the top. It's gone now. It was like the Grand Floridian. or No, I thought oh, okay. we stayed at something called we the Boardwalk Hotel. We did Wilderness one time, too. Yeah. And we had such was a nice. nice, cool suite. I think there was a staircase in it, even. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. my whole family was there. Like, and then didn't we have a whole hotel room just for school? Yeah. We had a, like a suite we had as a nice just our school room with David Combs. And, and we yes. got to ride. Can we talk about all the rides we got to do? I mean, how many times sure, did you have ahead. to ride Sp- uh, Splash Mountain? Uh, seven, I believe. Wow. But then Ben and I were obsessed with the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Yeah. So we, we made too. Them- I was there too. Yes. I was obsessed. Okay, so we just wrote Tower just of Terror. opened, right? Yes. I have those just- photos still. Do you? Yes. I have all the ones from like the 25th well, when, when we were, were all there. just kept yeah. riding them over and over and over. I have a yeah. whole bunch well, of those photos. we need yeah. those. And we pretended to be asleep. Yeah, yeah we, we have, would, I we have the sleeping ones We pretended to do a bunch of different things, but- yeah. When Tower of Terror had just opened, I don't even know if it was open to the public yet. It was, right? It had just opened. It must have been, yeah. But they were, uh, yeah, keep going. Well, we were yeah. there for the party for the opening. That's what the first time we went was they, they oh, invited us to was? the party of the uh, for the opening of the of the Tower of Terror, yeah. And, then and that's the first time it. we all saw Lindsay. We Because Lindsay, it. you're we're talking about, you're confusing, you're confusing because th- when they opened the Tower of Terror in Disneyland, we went to the opening. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. I, went, I, think, I think I went to the yeah. one in Florida, too. Nope. I no, think I went to the one in Florida. Pretty okay. sure. Because that's where I but saw no, Lindsay. Florida, it was already, it had been there a while and we were going like to, I just remember Ben somehow had already been there and knew everything, all the rides. And he was like, we have to do Alien Encounter, which is right. a great ride that used to exist. Awesome. Um, and then Hollywood Tower of Terror. And they were okay. so much fun. We rode it like yeah. 13 yeah. times in a row. Yes. Yeah. Over and over and over. Oh my gosh. It was so much, so much fun. Do you remember the video? Because that's where Lindsay Ridgeway is the little girl in the mm-hmm. video. When, when you're watching the family, like, right. and it's the creepy, whatever. It's she's- Well, you got off on the previous floor, right? Remember yeah. you first you get off and the elevator exactly. moves through. Yep. But I think that's only, it was a Disneyland. I don't think it moved through in Disney World. Was- anyway. I, okay. Yeah. I could be wrong. Combining I totally memories. But there was one night when I was there with just my friends without you guys. Um, oh, sure. They brought me back to Florida. What else is new? Yeah, when I was 18. And we they brought us to do the Hollywood Tower of Terror after midnight when they were adjusting the ride. Oh, so they, they, they let us ride it late at night because uh, they were adding like an, an extra drop or I don't whatever. I know. I think so I was there too because I remember riding really? it at night. Okay, then yeah, maybe that was, I was this trip, the, but I thought that was with my two friends. Okay, so maybe that was this trip. I they think, brought us all in. and Yeah, either okay. that or I was also on that trip where the friends were there because I, I seem to remember my friend no. Jessica being with me. So no, I, I think because I, I know for a fact I rode it at night. 
I remember sometimes, Ryder, that you, it was times they shut down the camera so they couldn't see anything. And you and I and Ben would go on and the guy and would fake unstrap. put down the strap. So yeah. we literally wouldn't have any. And you'd lie across the seat this way. So when it dropped, you'd be yeah. in the middle of the thing. Like not in the middle. Why? No. I'm pretty sure I'm everybody not. who worked at the park in 1994 isn't there I, anymore. Mm-mm. Okay. Producer I, Jensen I, I Karp is saying we can air it. It's so old. Yeah, but who the I hell feel are like we, this is really getting, getting trouble? people in, I don't know. Disney. Again, Disney. We can sue Disney right now for endangering our lives. I seriously <laughs> doubt it. It was awesome. It was so cool. It was the they best. Would, would just How be dare you try to get like, anybody uh, in trouble, Will, for giving us the best Mickey memories of our lives. Mickey is sitting on his desk right now looking so over his glasses going, get me the contract. Somebody call my lawyer immediately. Yeah, crazy. It was so much fun. Oh, I have a bunch of those photos. Oh, Will, I'll, we I will, need I will those photos. The we photos. need to yeah, post have, them on I, the Pod Meets World yeah, Instagram. I have a bunch. I have a bunch. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. 
Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You're right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. All right, back to this great episode. <laughs> we come out of a commercial in the most jarring way possible. Oh, man. It is the most abrupt transition. I don't care that it's a dream. It is shocking. All of a sudden, Topanga and Ronnie are riding Dumbo together. Topanga's worried about her hair getting stuck in the rotor, and Ronnie assures her her hair is safe. He puts his arm around her, and we get a terrifying POV shot of Ronnie saying, your lips are in danger, as he puckers up. We realize Corey is having a nightmare, screaming, no lips, no lips. Eric wakes up and asks if Corey is having that nightmare again where he's kidnapped by figure skaters and forced to do compulsories against his will. And Corey admits, no. Figure skating dreams again. Why a I was figure like, skating I thought, dream? At first, I thought this was going to be a callback yeah, to like Nancy too. Kerrigan. Like, or I thought you were going to say, where you, you were like I do, like you uh, like yes. always have these figure skating dreams, which would have made more sense, right? Yes. Like, I mean, that's what I thought too. I was like, why, a fig- why pick that joke? Another figure right. skating dream. And don't we have the recurring joke of no clown, no? No clown, no. Yeah, yeah. of him, his recurring okay. dream. So he has a lot so of recurring dreams. I thought that was going to come back. But it would be better to just do a no clown, no joke. I agree. Or, you know, it was very strange. So weird... I, thought, I wrote the same okay. thing. I was like, why not? Yeah. And, uh, by the way, joke? I actually love that he only has a dream every four years. So it ties into the Olympics. I That's love that. a funny joke. But why not pick something else in the Olympics rather than figure skating, considering figure skating actually ties we into the Olympics? We had a whole Eric's episode about it. Yeah, yes. I, yeah, I also love how in every single television show, no matter what time it is or where you are, everyone only sleeps on their back. Exactly. And when you, you sit up to. and you talk to him, you talk to him. He's over dead, here and dead, you're just like this. But dead ahead. Dead oh, straight it's like ahead. how everybody's in movies. They always have the sheets right up to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. With full makeup topless. and full you're make- just on your back. <laughs> yep. So great. Oh, so Corey, who is wearing a hockey jersey to sleep, which it's seems very strange, very uncomfortable. Well, I was watching with my family and everybody was like, what is he wearing? Why would he wear <laughs> that to bed? Those, <laughs> is, those those big, it's not pajamas. Those that big is, no. things are very uncomfortable. Heavy. Very uncomfortable. Heavy. Maybe it's like a weighted blanket for Corey. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's like a thunder, it's like, like a, thunder, a sensory a thunder blanket. Overload, like a dog thunder, thunder blanket. blanket. <laughs> thunder vest. <laughs> a thunder vest for Corey. So Corey, who's wearing said hockey jersey to bed, tells Eric he's in a bad way and he needs his advice. Eric interrupts. You love Topanga and you want her back. Corey grins. That's brilliant. How did you know? Eric turns on the light to reveal a giant poster of Topanga hanging above Corey's bed. I love that is photo. It, that's my, that's one of my headshots. Is this where that photo came from? I think it is. Like, yep. It's yeah. one of my headshots. I, I, I've seen this photo yeah. a bunch. I signed it at every, I signed it at every convention. Yep, it's a, yeah, it's a great photo. And I want, so yeah. it was taken for this purpose. It was taken I for this, 
this purpose that's so cool. right around. Yeah. And that's I had, all, I had not ever remembered that it was part of the show. I just always yep. thought, yep. oh, that's like a promo photo we great took. Picture, yeah. But I love no, it. It's photo. one of my favorites. And uh, then he answers with the, the Corey thing that also became a Corey thing. Yep. yep. Corey admits he had a gnawing in the pit of his stomach ever since he broke up with Topanga and it won't go away. Wait, what does he say? What do you mean? Isn't this the one where he goes, oh, he's got the, he does his, oh, which he's oh. also mm-hmm. used a bunch of ways down the line. It was like his, huh, but he goes, oh. Huh. It's just a very, huh. might be a more Ben thing than Corey thing, huh. but he always did it all the time. No, I just remember oh. the huh. Yeah. The yeah. Oh, with the lips smack. So funny. So Corey huh. admits he's had a gnawing in the pit of his stomach ever since he broke up with Topanga and it won't go away. Eric sighs, you poor little, your poor little body goes through so much. He tells Corey to confess. <laughs> That's a great his, line, by the way. <laughs> I, just, I love that Eric is sympathetic and he's like, this is, you're crazy. You're, you're crazy. But again, this is, a, this is anti the Corey in the first scene yep. who was yeah. so cool and calm and dancing. Here's like the, the Corey we love. We should yes. have just started here. Yep. Yes, yeah, anyway. I agree. So he tells Corey to confess his feelings to Topanga. Corey can't tell her because she'll be in Disney World. But Eric tells him to go to Florida immediately and win back his woman. Corey's shocked. Okay, again- Life imitating art. Will, this is the advice you gave me in Amsterdam. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's right. Like <laughs> verbatim. Yeah. I'm go, sitting there go going like, and that was like back. the next year, like a year from now. And like probably neither of us realized we were reenacting a scene from our TV show. Somehow in Will's, You literally are like, stop complaining. Yeah. Go. Go get her back, man. Like, that's what you said to me. And I was like, wow. you're right. And you totally, like, I think I told that story on this podcast, right? So we, did, we yeah, know yeah. that. But yeah, oh, like, how cool is that? So I was sitting there funny. watching. I was like, I've seen that face saying those exact same words <laughs> in my personal life. So cool. So yeah. funny. Well, at least it worked 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we just got really, or you were just really high and actually quoting the episode. And yeah, didn't he's like, I'm going to try it. I don't even realize that like, I know yeah, that. Which one am I talking to, Ryder yeah, or Ben? Like, just go, just go just, get just her back, do Corey. It, it worked gonna... out fine in the TV show. <laughs> we're uh, just saying the lines. Just talking to Corey the whole time. Go get her back, Corey. It's just easier. <laughs> so Corey is shocked. He says, that's insane. What about sunscreen? Eric announces, I have spoken. And he plops back down into bed. And then we're in the school hallway. Corey, carrying a duffel bag, runs up to Eric at the locker and proudly tells him, I'm taking your advice. I'm going to Florida to get back the woman I love. Corey asks. And these two scenes are where I started to realize our production was overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, because did you guys notice the shadows? No. Like, no, I didn't. It's imagine. like really, really poor lighting. Like they're in that previous scene, like Corey's, you got a huge shadow over your face. And then in this really? hallway scene, there's multiple shadows. It just doesn't look well lit like it's not finished and i'm sure it's because we were rushed our production was overwhelmed so we didn't have the time or the care to do what we normally did um and it's but why would they, they be rushed on stage i could see I them being know. rushed in florida but why would they yeah. be rushed on stage we might have had a like a dp coming in because oh. our regular dp was going to scout ahead of time oh, i have no okay. idea but you know like oh i don't know but i and i just know i just noticed i was like yeah. oh things are not looking up to par even on oh. our regular stage stuff huh. things were not looking up to par and then we get to uh get to florida and to me it was just like oh god technical wow. mistakes left and that's right. things yeah. you guys see because uh, because your directors that i, I didn't even don't see. really I mean, know I didn't, like, I didn't notice, notice the 
There's shadows or anything. I noticed the no. shadows in the bedroom, but it didn't bother nope. me because it's supposed to be nighttime while sleeping anyway. So I was right. like, okay, it's dark and shadowy. That's fine. There but- is one interesting accomplishment. The, the, the camera was put into the set to get Will's coverage. Yeah. For the, your first coverage that. was you looking yeah, upstage. That yeah, and that, that we too. never did that. So that's the yes. farthest we've ever gone into the set to be able to shoot you in bed talking to Corey, which I thought was cool. I, I was like, too. oh, wow, this is a, yeah. a new angle. Um, but yeah, other than that, like everything's kind of a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Corey asks if Eric can cover for him. Eric's already ahead of him. He pulls out a life-size doll of Corey wearing the exact same outfit Corey's wearing now. Eric asks, it's looking, it's like looking into a mirror, right? Corey tells him, you'd have to be the biggest idiot on the planet to actually think that's me. Then, right on cue, Sean runs up saying hi to both of them, then screams when he sees the real Corey. Corey acknowledges to Eric, you really went to a lot of trouble for me. And there, I feel like there's a little bit of a... Uh, it's the joke about whether or not the doll is good or not doesn't feel consistent throughout the episode. It feels like right. no. it's like if they're trying to have it both ways. Like sometimes the joke is that the doll is so bad, right. but other times Feeney's convinced it's him. I, I was just going to say he's also in a classroom and Eric's holding him up while he's going through class and answering for him. He also Look, said I a great the- speech. He like gave a speech. <laughs> Well, I think that's, isn't that the joke? The joke yeah, is I mean, that, it's supposed to that be so we all ridiculous. know it's absurd. that the, the doll is so bad, but for some reason in the world of Boy Meets World, it's working. Sure, I, I guess. Sure, but like even for Corey and Eric, Corey says in this thing, like you'd have to be an idiot, but then right. he also acknowledges you really went to a lot of trouble for me, which then makes me feel like he thinks it's good, but maybe it's just that even if it's bad, I think it's more it's the still work looked, he put yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still he's still, still putting in all the work. Yeah, taking yeah, yeah. this on. Yeah, yeah. okay. Right. So Corey acknowledges, you really went to a lot of trouble for me. And Eric says, I figure you're my only brother. It's not going to kill me to show a little affection. Affection. Corey says his next step is to spend all the money he has on a plane ticket. Then Sean surprises him with two plane tickets he got from his uncle Nicky. Corey asks, your uncle who's in the gaming industry? Sean says yes and warns Corey they may have to break someone's knees while they're there. I love that idea. They're like, yeah. we just have to do a little errand for Uncle little work. Little errand. Just got to put a little work in first. No yeah. It's it. That's all we have. Imagine what a trade off, huh? So Corey asks, you're coming too? Sean says, of course. After all the times Corey's been there for him, he at least owes him one. Nearby, Corey sees Topanga and Ronnie, and Ronnie is carrying her suitcase. I strongly disliked this outfit at the time. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't. I, I hated the thick white belt, the like white pleather belt. I, it was just, I don't, I don't remember liking this outfit. I remember being very self-conscious in it. I just, the minute I saw it, I was like, oh gosh, that outfit I couldn't stand. So Corey wonders, maybe if I tell Topanga how I feel before she leaves, we won't have to do this whole thing. So he approaches Topanga and gets right into it. We've been apart for three months now, and I don't know about you, but I've still got all these feelings for you. Topanga responds, and I have feelings for you too, Corey. That's why we're always going to be friends, right? Corey asks if she's thought about getting back together, and Topanga says, yeah, she's thought about it, but it's hard to trust him when this new Corey Matthews is running around and dating all these other girls. Corey explains, I went out with all those other girls because I hated being alone. But even with them, I was still alone because I wasn't with you. Topanga smiles, telling Corey that was really sweet. Also, Corey may be codependent, and he's just fully yeah, maybe. it. <laughs> yeah. You think? So just as Topanga may be considering the proposition, Turner wheels a huge trunk out of his classroom and yells to Topanga, asking if it's hers. She responds, yeah, it's my carry-on of hair products. She leaves, telling Corey- Be free by Danielle Fischel. Be free by Danielle Fischel. Be free free by Danielle (laughs) Fischel hair products. I actually have to say, because uh, Be Free by Danielle Fischel products are so good, you don't need to travel with that many. 
That's just right. a few select just items, few and you'll right. be able to have your hair exactly the way you want it. Wow. wow. Be free. You, you could really Fischl. tell in this episode later that I did not have Be Free by Daniel Fischel because even my hair looks terrible in Florida humidity. Mm. <laughs> but with my mm-hmm. Be Free by Everybody's Daniel Fischel's. No, not with my products. Thank you very much. <laughs> not with your dry shampoo, <laughs> detangler. detangler yeah. the what, what would you have used? Well, I also have now a, the Be Bouncy Hair Curl Balm. Oh my wow. gosh, what that does for frizz, let me tell you. Mm. Anyway, thanks mm. for that little. We're starting super that. expensive by Wilfred Dell. <laughs> I love it. That. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be really good. I love it. Be, ch- be chained and oppressed by Ryder <laughs> And then Kristen walks up to Corey. I thought about the other night. I was silly to run away, she explains. Were you? When he called you another woman's name? I don't know that you were silly. Corey ensures her running away was good. You should have run further. Kristen says he's such a gentleman. That's why when I get back from Florida, I want to make things work between us. She then kisses him and Topanga sees it all standing right behind them. Uh-oh. Bad timing. It's bad too, timing. It's too bad this is only one of four times or so we'll get to see Where the this exact moment same happen. thing will happen. Yeah. yeah. Topanga mocks him. I was so alone because I wasn't with you. Corey tries laughing about the situation, telling Topanga she's not seeing the humor here. He tries encouraging her, laugh, laugh with me. Topanga is unamused. You know what I see? You in a robe, wearing slippers, smoking a pipe. Corey Matthews, you're a playboy. She storms off and Sean appears to ask. Oh. Storms off to go to Ronnie the Lips Waterman? Right. As if he's not a playboy? Right. Well, that's Which why also, there's no setup. Weird reference, too, there's though, no for s- Topanga to, to yeah, give a Hugh Hefner reference? I mean, but, just But But, but I don't, like, now we know she's not interested in playboys, so... Right. Ronnie's not a threat. Ronnie, Ronnie should not be a threat. Corey, chill out. That's why... He, she's not going to, like, hook up with some dude who's a playboy. That's the whole point. this been a two-parter... Maybe Corey, yeah. maybe Topanga could have seen Ronnie do something pertaining to the Authentic. to the dolphin like, that made her uh, see a side of him that right. made her think, "Wow, right. look at this guy right. interested in the environment." Because supposedly he is. Right. He wrote a great he wrote a great essay about it. So if Topanga mm. would have had time to find another aspect of who he yes. was. Or if Ronnie, yeah, made the moves on Topanga, got just, just like rebuffed, yeah. and then does something nice yeah. and sweet that actually is authentic, right. and it's like, like, oh, this oh, is a real chance. Here's that, another yes. side. But doesn't it uh, also real story. show? Real but it, story. But doesn't it also show how little Corey knows Topanga if he even thinks somebody like Lips Waterman is a a threat? Totally. I mean, if well, you know Topanga well enough, that's not. See, that's the at thing. All it's not about. It's not about Topanga. It's about getting the girl. Right. That's right. the thing. Like all right. of Corey's goal is like, and because he didn't, he, it's it's all about it being under threat from another guy or another or her going away. And you know, Corey doesn't really. It doesn't matter. Like Topanga's right. a prize. It's a prize. That's right. kind of the yeah. problem with this whole. I mean, again, you just have to. I mean, we, we'll just keep saying it. You just have yeah. to accept that that's the yeah. tenet of Boy Meets World. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that that they were that they were meant to be together, and that Corey's like job in life is to try and ensure that destiny yeah and that like he struggles against the world it to to ensure his destiny to be with topanga like and that's just a weird that's a that's a that's the logic of boy meets world what it is yeah yep well you know it is the disney world episode of boy meets world which means we have too many memories to jam into one episode so we will be making this a two-parter join us next time for the second part of happiest show on earth 
Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Maddie Moore. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. Follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby.